there. Welcome back to the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is actually episode number 10. I got to start saying that a little bit more because if you want to you know, go to the show notes, if there are any show notes, I will be leaving them on the, the page that the show is. Uh, so for example, this one is episode number 10. So it would be theamazingseller.com forward slash 10. All right. So I'm going to try to start reminding you what episode it is. All right. I'm still kind of getting into my groove here, but hey, we, we made it to number 10. Awesome. All right. So what I'm going to do today is talk about feedback, reviews, and an email sequence that can help you uh, get both of these. All right. And it's one that I'm using right now and I'm having pretty good results with it. And there's been some discussion of people saying that either A, um, I don't want to do it because, you know, I don't want to pay for a service to offer this, you know, the email sequences, or I don't have time because, you know, they're typing it, you know, manually. Um, or they say, I don't want to bother my customer. I think they're going to be upset with me. Um, and I'm going to show you why I don't believe any of that should be a factor. Uh, now, if you're running this as a business, okay, I believe that you should invest in your business, all right? And uh, the service that I use, and again, I'm not affiliated with them, but I'm just telling you what I use is Feedback Genius. And I use them. They work really well. There's other ones out there. But basically what they do is they, they're they more or less like a dashboard for uh, sending or a service, I should say, a service that kind of is like a third-party service that manages your emails within Amazon. So you're not really emailing them directly outside of Amazon. So I don't want you to misunderstand this, all right? It's, it's really um, you just connecting your Amazon account with this third-party service, okay? They actually connect with an API. You have to allow Feedback Genius to connect to your internal seller account, okay? Uh, so here is how I do it, okay? And I'm going to explain why I do it this way. All right, now there's two different elements here, okay? There's feedback, which is your seller's feedback, which is very important, all right, because with the seller feedback, you're able to build up your authority, let's call it, okay, your brand. Uh, you're you're kind of uh, gaining trust within Amazon, okay? So I want you to think about it almost like a website, all right? Years ago, and even now, if you have a domain name that is is older, okay, let's call it five years old, and you've had a history of posting stuff on a regular basis, and you have, you know, organic, natural people, you know, or links pointing to your site from other blogs and other resources, Google starts to give you a little extra love, all right? I look at feedback in, within Amazon, this is the exact same thing. Okay. And I believe that if you, if you get feedback and you work on getting feedback, that it's only going to strengthen your brand and your authority within Amazon, which is, is also going to help you rank higher for your products. So your first product that you roll out that you have no feedback and you have no reviews is going to be harder to rank for than if you have an established brand. All right. So some people, they'll just think about reviews. They don't think about feedback. They figure, you know what? I'll get feedback when they come in. I won't work on them. I'm just going to worry about reviews. My take is on this is why not do both 
okay, first. And secondly, why not use the feedback as a, a filter or a buffer for the negative reviews, all right? Now, here's what I mean by that. Uh, a lot of people will ask for the review in an email if they send it to them, okay? You may not be using a third-party tool. You may just be like, okay, someone bought something. I'm going to hire someone or I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to go in and let's say you had 10 orders yesterday. You're going you're gonna to go in your, your email messaging system within Amazon and you're going to write each one of those people uh, a message, all right? And a lot of times, if that's how you're doing it, the reason why you stop doing it is because you don't want to do it, right? It's work, right? If you set it up where it's automatic and you can craft it so it looks like it's you writing personally, uh, and then you can reach out to them in the future, uh, you know, you're just using a tool to do it for you, all right? So the way that it works is, and is for me and for you to understand is feedback is meant for the the uh, the buyer to give uh, you know a rating on the seller's performance. How did they how did they do? Did they communicate with you? Um, how did was the was the the delivery done on time? Um, you know the correspondence time. You know those types of things. And then you're able to say, or the the customer is able to say, you know, yeah, the seller did a great job. They were very responsive. Um, they answered my emails within you know three hours. You know, great seller. You know. But what most people do, most customers, they'll leave their review there, okay? They'll be like, you know, yes, the seller did a great job and the product was exactly what I wanted. Um, I really love how, you know, it fits or I love the feature of how, you know, you can, you know, use the Velcro to strap this, that, or the other thing, right? You get the idea, right? They leave a product review inside of the feedback. Well, here's the thing. Amazon doesn't really want product reviews in there. Now, they're, they're not going to penalize you for that, but what they do do is they will remove them for you very, very easily, and all you have to do is request it as long as there's a product review inside of there, all right? So are you starting to understand what I'm saying here? You're going to be able to get a review or a feedback, rather, there in, with inside of that, and if it's bad, you can have it removed. Huh. That's pretty cool. Well, that's what you should be doing. Pushing people to a feedback to screen them whether they're a good fit for a review. Okay? So this is how this would look. The person has their product shipped. All right? And the, the minute that it's shipped, they would get an email from me saying that their item is shipped. And I'll read the emails that I write. I'll give you word for word what I write here in, in a minute. All right? But I just want to kind of take you through the flow right now. All right. So what you'll do is you'll send them an email, just basically like information will be the headline. It'll just be like, you know, your products on the way or whatever your X, Y, Z's on, on its way. And then it'll just say, you know, basically you're just letting them know that it's on their way. If there's any questions, any problems with their order, when they get it, please let us know. We want to make it right. We want to make sure that your experience with us is, you know, is awesome. And uh, we'd really appreciate it if you would do that. Uh, and, uh, oh, while you're waiting, here's uh, a free gift. And you might give them a, a, a special guide. Let's go back to the garlic press that I refer to. Let's say you, you're offering a garlic press or the, you're selling a garlic press. You might give them 10 recipes, um, you know, that are, you know, you can cook within 10 minutes or something or whatever. You, you get what I'm saying? Something of value that they're going to get that's going to complement the product that they're receiving. All right. So this is always a good thing, right? This is like, 
you know, good business one-on-one, right? Giving them something they weren't expecting, but it be quality and a value, all right? So, and it doesn't take much to create a nice, you know, a PDF download. And with these services, like I was saying, like Feedback Genius, you can attach a PDF and totally legally do it because it's complementing the product, you know, okay? So it's not like you're taking them away and trying to sell them something else. It's complementing the product. It's part of the product, all right? So that's step number one. You're not doing anything else other than that in there right now, just to kind of get that relationship started. And just saying that you're a small business and that you want to make sure that they're happy. All right. And then sign it as you, and then you can put your business name underneath it. But you want it to be a person, all right? Not company, not like team, you know, XYZ. All right. So step number two and email number two would be two to three days later, saying like, it's been a couple of days since you received your XYZ, was was received on time all of that stuff. And uh, and if there was any problems, please let us know. We want to make it right. You are our number one concern, and we love our customers. And then you would go on to say, and oh, could you take a minute and go over and leave us a feedback on our performance? Amazon thrives on feedback for their sellers, and us as a small business really depend on seller feedback. So if you could go over there and leave us an honest feedback, that would be great. Here's the link. That's it. And then after that, you would just say, and once again, if you have any questions, any concerns, please let us know. Talk to you later. Your name. And then your your business name underneath that. That's it. Okay? Really, really basic. You may even want to throw in there, which I think I do in my second email, which we'll find out here in a minute because I already have them pre-written, is uh, you might want to say, and oh, by the way, if you missed the free uh, guide that I sent you in the first email, it's attached to this email as well. Hope you enjoy it. That's it. Right? And then the third and final email, real simple, and the headline here is key, and basically all it says is thank you. And this is like seven to eight days later. And then you just go on to say, it's been you know over a week since you've had your product. We wanted to make sure that everything was you know working properly and that you're enjoying it. If for any reason you're not enjoying it, let us know. We would like to know how to either make our product better or make your experience better. Um, And if you haven't had a chance to leave us feedback yet, if you could take a quick second and do that, that would be great. And if you did leave us feedback, we want to thank you. Uh, We really appreciate it. It does help a small business like us, um, you know, actually uh, in in Amazon. And uh, we really, really appreciate it. And that's basically it. And if you wanted to even throw that in there again about the uh, the extra guide, or maybe you created a third guide or a second guide, and you wanted to give them an additional bonus, you could do that. Uh, and, And that's it. Okay. And that is it, okay? Now, once you do that process, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have people start leaving feedback. And what you're going to do, which is what I do, is I log into my seller's account every single morning, and I look to see if I have any new ones. Then what I do is if I have a new one, I'll click on the name, and then it will bring up the box to send them an email. And then I will personally, with my fingers, and I'm over the keyboard right now, you can't see me, but I'm over the keyboard like I'm typing, like you can really see me, and uh, I type them an email. But what I really do is I copy and paste an email that I've already pre-written, and I just customize the name. And the only thing I do is I there's like a few subject lines that they give you to choose from. You can't create your own subject line, and mine is just additional information. That's the one that I use. And then from there, I just copy and paste the email that I've already pre-written, which is very, very personal, and it just basically says, Hi, Tom, Uh, I just noticed that you left us positive feedback for your recent purchase. 
I wanted to just say I really appreciate you doing that. I know it took time out of your day, and it really does help a small business like us in Amazon. Uh, Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And if there's anything else that we can do for you in the future, please let us know. We're always here for you. Thank you. Take care. Talk to you soon. Your name, product, or your, uh, (laughs) your brand name, whatever, right? That's it right? So you are personally reaching out to the ones that raised their hand. But the other cool thing is, is if someone might email you and say, yeah, I didn't like the product because X, Y, and Z, you can say, no problem. Let me give you a full refund. And now boom, you've nipped that review that was going to be negative. Okay. Hopefully. And for the most part, that's what happens. Or through that process, someone leaves you maybe a two-star feedback, right? A, A two rating. And it says in there, uh, I really didn't like uh, the, you know, the garlic press because I thought it was going to be a shiny, uh, you know, stainless steel and it was flat, <laughs> whatever, right? Then you take that, that uh, it's the user ID, I believe, or the, the order number. You copy that into the contact support at the bottom of that page. It'll say contact seller uh, or contact support. And then there's a place in there for feedback, um, basically, you know, a question about feedback. And then you can put in there that it was product related and then you submit it. And I believe that they even have a filter in there that scans that uh, that feedback. So instantly you'll get an email back and it'll say, uh, we did uh, look at the feedback that you received and it was against um, our policy for uh, product review. We have removed it from your seller account. Sometimes it takes a couple hours, but I've been finding it happens almost immediately because they must have a filter built in that kind of scans the wording in it. And if they see anything that says product or uh, even like the product details, um, it will remove it. So pretty cool stuff right there. So I want you to sit here for a minute and think about what I just explained to you. Does that make sense? Does it make sense that you're building up your authority within Amazon, your brand, by building out that seller feedback and and really being able to clean it in a sense because if negative feedback comes in you can almost always remove that because I have not had one yet that came through without mentioning the product and I haven't had many I think I've had maybe three and they've all been removed but it comes in and uh, it's it's product related okay it has something that they didn't either understand or something that they didn't read a lot of people don't read and see that you know they weren't getting that anyway, whatever. But um, it can really help you keep your seller feedback, you know, above a four and a half, you know, hopefully a five. And the higher you can keep that, the more authority you're going to get within Amazon. So all of your products are going to rank better. So that's why sometimes you'll see someone might only have 10 reviews on a product and you might have 200, but their products outranking you. Well, part of the reason is because is they have a, a you know, more of an authority site, let's call it, or more of an authority brand because they've been around longer and they've got more seller feedback, all right, positive feedback. And then the other thing that it does is it also allows you to then reach out to the ones that are raising their hand and to ask them to leave you a review. And then for the most part, those are going to be five-star or at least four-star reviews, all right? So, Pretty cool stuff. I hope you're excited about that. I hope that really makes sense for you. Um, Now, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read those emails real quick because I know I'm going to get people asking me, well, what do the emails say? And then what I'll do is I'll try to create like a little swipe file um, that I can give you as well. And that'll be, uh, I'll put that in the show notes of this one, which will be theamazingseller.com forward slash 10. 
and um, I'll try to include them there. I'm not sure if I'll be able to do it all in like a blog post or if I'll have to do like a PDF. Um, I'll figure out something, but that's what I'm going to do for you. So let me just go ahead and we'll uh, we'll we'll read these uh, or I'll read them, and uh, and then you got to just fill in the blanks. So basically, here's how the first one looks. All right, and the headline of it. Let me give you the headline. Just says information colon and then product name. Okay, so whatever the product is, if it's garlic press, right? Information colon garlic press. That's it. So if they just bought a garlic press, you know, a few days ago, they're going to kind of see it and be like, oh yeah, that's my garlic press. What what is it? What is it? Is it going to be delayed? What is it? Um, so that's that. Okay. So hello, first name. Okay. So hello, Tom. Let's say. Thank you for purchasing our garlic press, okay? And then period. Amazon has packed and shipped your order. While you're waiting, we would like to give you access to a free bonus gift. We've created an ebook called whatever, the 10 best recipes uh, when you use garlic. I don't know. Uh, you know, something like that. You'll find the ebook attached to this email as a PDF. You can download and print at your convenience. Once your garlic press arrives, let us know if you have any problems with the order or if you have any questions. We're here to make sure you receive the best customer service and kitchen cooking experience. Thank you again, your name, your company. That's it. That's the email, okay? So that's email number one. I send it out the day that it's delivered. Some people have said they wait to do it maybe a day after it's been delivered. Um, I do it the day it's delivered. Uh, It's been working fine for me, all right? So let's go on to message number two, and the headline of this is, How's your garlic press? Question mark, right? That's it. And I'm using garlic press. I'm not saying you should sell garlic presses. All right. (laughs) All right. So here we go. The content. Here is the email. Hi, Tom. My name is whatever your name is. And I'm one of the owners of whatever you're at, whatever your company is. We noticed that your order was delivered recently. I just wanted to make sure that you're happy with your garlic press. If you have any issues, please reply to this message so I can make it right. And then in bold text, we need your help, explanation point. We're a small business, and without your feedback and reviews, we can't exist. Your feedback is so important to us. If you think we've done a good job, I would really appreciate it if you would leave us feedback by clicking the link below. And then there's a feedback link right there that uh, Feedback Genius allows you to use. And then what it does is it just pulls up your account and your feedback link. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Okay, I'm going to go back to the email. If you're not satisfied, before leaving negative feedback, let us make it right. Email us and we'll do whatever it takes to make you happy. I want to personally thank you for being one of our customers. We love capitals, our customers, and we'll always be here for you if you need us. Then I go on to just say, take care, your name, your business name. That's it. Then I include a little PS, and basically the PS is just reiterating the uh, the bonus. So I say here, you know, we've attached our blank guide uh, that we created to help you with your garlic press. Uh, you know, it's the ten best recipes you can do. You know, in under twenty minutes. Uh, you know, while working a full-time job. I don't know. I'm coming up with stuff, but you know, that's going to be your PS, kind of like giving them that free bonus again. Now. Let's move on to the last and final email, which is the thank you email. And then this one here is, like again, like I said, the very final email, and it's going to be sent out. I send this one out about seven days, and it, the, the subject line is thank you. That's it, okay? And this one gets such a great open rate because people want to know what you're thanking them for, 
All right. So here's what the email says. Hi, Tom. This will be the last email from us about your recent purchase. I just wanted to make sure you're enjoying your garlic press. We really appreciate your business and wanted to say again, thank you. Remember, you can watch our full blank videos. I've got videos here because that was part of my product um, using the link inside the flyer we sent in the package. So now if you have an insert, you might want to remind them that they can go uh, to that insert and uh, and they can visit the link that you gave them so they can get their free bonus or they can watch videos. You might have cooking videos if you're selling the garlic press, whatever it is. I'm just reading my email here. Um, we will be adding more videos and resources in the future and you'll receive free updates as one of our customers. So again, we're giving them an incentive to go over there, uh, to check it out and to almost like pay attention, but also to let them know that we're always going to be here for them. Okay. Now I asked the question, could you do us a small favor? Amazon thrives on customer feedback and reviews. We would appreciate it if you would leave us one. If you already left us one in big, bold capital letters, Thank you, explanation point. If you haven't yet, click the link below to leave yours, and then there's a feedback link right there. If you have any questions or need help with your garlic press, let us know. We're here to help you, and we want to make sure you are a happy, happy customer. Smiley face. And that is it. And then I just basically say, take care, sign it, your business name. That is it. That's the three emails. All right. So you can see it's very conversational. It's very helpful. I'm not overdoing it with the feedback. I'm trying to let them know that I'm here for them if they have an issue. I mean, I'm basically begging them to tell me if they're unhappy. Now, some of you may be saying, like, aren't you opening yourself up for people to leave you, you know, like a bunch of problems or nitpick the product? No, no, because honestly, I don't think that that's going to happen. If you have a good product that you believe in that you think is a good quality, you won't have those issues. You're just going to have people that are going to be like, wow, this is awesome. This company really follows up to make sure that I'm happy. All right. So I've gotten numerous emails with people saying like, wow, thank you so much. I'm really enjoying my blank, my garlic press. And uh, I really love it how you follow up and make sure that we're happy. It just shows that there's real companies out there that are you know really looking out for their customers. Thank you. That's it. And again, because I sign it as the owner, you know, I sign it. So this way here, it's not like, you know, I'm just saying team, you know, kitchens are us, you know, it's basically your name, your first name, and then you're just signing off as, as the business, you know, you're representing the business or the owner. All right. So very important. Those are, you know, some mental things to think about when you're writing these emails. So many people want to look like this big, huge company that people feel like they're just a number. You want to let them know that you're just a small business, you know, and you're selling stuff on Amazon. Okay, so now the the final stage of this, the final part of this whole process, and what actually it's, it's a bonus to all of this is, number one, you're going to be able to, you know, talk to these people, right? Reach out to these people that just purchased your product. But they're also going to be able to now leave that feedback. So here's what you're going to do or what I do. All right, is basically I'm going to look and see my feedback. I'm going to look and see if anyone is leaving feedback on my seller's account. Okay. Now, if I see that someone responded with feedback, what I'm going to do then is I'm going to manually, and what I mean by that is, is you're going to click on that person's name in your seller's feedback. And now this is going to allow you to write them a personal message. So 
a lot of people have said, well, Scott, it seems like a lot of work having to do all those emails, but you're only doing them once and then letting the software do it for you and basically emailing people on your behalf. So it's kind of like triggering it by a sale. And then from there, it will trigger the autoresponder of the email sequence. But now what you want to do is you do want to pay close attention to who leaves feedback. So there's two reasons why this is so powerful. Number one, if someone leaves a feedback, they've just given you a score on your seller account. Okay, so that's going to help you build authority. All right. But the other thing that it's going to do now is if they leave you a four or a five star, you can reach out to those people and say this. This is my final email, really. I said that was my final before, but this is kind of like my final email to them to reach out and personally respond and thank them for leaving that feedback. So the email would sound something like this. This is actually one of the templates that I use that I created, and I just modify it per product. So I'm just going to use the name Emily as her first name. So let's say that Emily had just left me a four or a five star rating. I'm going to then email that particular person back. I'm going to say, hi, Emily. I just noticed that you left positive feedback and I wanted to personally thank you. It means a lot to a small business like mine. Then I would say, would you do me a small favor? Seller feedback is different than a product review. I noticed you wrote highly of the product. Would you write me a review on the product listing too? Okay, question mark, obviously. Then I would leave a link to the review for the product. Then right below that, I write, that would be awesome. Thanks so much and let me know if you ever need anything. And then I sign my name and then I sign the company's name. And that's it. That is that little email that I send that goes out to people that have uh, left a feedback score, okay, of a four or a five. Now, you can use your own judgment. If someone left you a three, you could possibly write this out, but a three is usually that borderline where you don't really want that on your seller feedback. Now, if you have a a three on a review, it's not necessarily a bad thing because it kind of makes your listing look more natural. You're going to get some threes. You're going to get some twos, and that's okay. Um, But in this case, we want to try to get as many fives or fours as we possibly can. So by doing this, we're only reaching out to the people that left a four or a five, which leads me now to what if you get a one, a two, on your feedback, okay? Well, here's the cool thing, all right? Number one, you're gonna learn from that, right? You're gonna hear what they're talking about. And most of the time, they're going to leave something like a product review, which really Amazon doesn't want on a seller feedback. A seller feedback is really designed for for the customer to explain how you did with communications, with delivering the product on time, um, you know, with correspondence, all that stuff, okay? How did you perform as a seller? But most people will take the opportunity to leave you a feedback and talk about the product. And that's great for you because as soon as they do that, it's very easy to have that, that uh, feedback or that review, if you will, taken down. Because here's how it looks. Let's say you get a one or a two and they talk about the product and they go, you know, I got it. It wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be, uh, or I got it. I didn't like the color or, you know, I received it and the latch didn't work like I thought it was going to whatever, right? You get the idea. Well, if that happens, you can go ahead and contact seller support and there's actually a little button in there for seller feedback and then you can click on that and then it will allow you to explain that it was a product review on your feedback and there's even a little checkbox there that said this entire feedback was product related, all right? And then you check that box. If you want, you can leave a little description of, you know, what you know, what they left and that it was all product review. It wasn't about your product. They, they said it received it on, on time and, and that, and all that good stuff. So from there, you go ahead and you submit that and nine out of 10 times, Amazon's going to remove that from your feedback. It's totally wiped out. 
So what this does is it acts as a filter. And by you having this as a filter, you're going to be able to screen your reviews before they actually get placed under the review under a product. And why this is so important is because if you do it the other way in reverse and you go after the review and that person left that same remark for the feedback as they did for a review, you cannot remove that off of your listing. So you're stuck with that and you're not going to be able to get that off of there. All right. So this is a great way to a build up your seller feedback, which is going to help your seller's account. And it's also going to build up your reviews because you're reaching out to people that only left a four or a five star. And then thirdly, it's going to also allow you to eliminate any negative feedback and avoid the negative reviews. So I want you to really take that all in because that's the important part of all of this really is being able to filter your your reviews, okay, and only really go after the four or the fives. Now, you're going to naturally get people that are going to skip this whole process and go right for a review because they've, they've bought products before and they know how the system works, and that's fine because, honestly, you do want some lower scores on your, uh, not your feedback, but your, your reviews. You do want that because it just makes it look more natural. I know myself, if I go to a product and they have all five stars, uh, I'm you know, thinking to myself, well, there's got to be something fishy going on here, right? That's just me. Uh, so you want to make it look a little more natural anyway. And trust me, the more sales you do, you're going to have people that either didn't le- didn't read the uh, the description well, or they, you know, they didn't look at the pictures or whatever, and they just ordered. And then afterwards, they're, they're like, well, I didn't realize this, that, or the other thing. And then they're going to give you a bad mark. And, uh, and you know what? That's okay. Um, but if you can limit them, okay, and filter your feedbacks, you're going to get you know, the best of both worlds. You're going to be able to get good feedback and you're going to be able to get uh, good reviews. And that's just going to strengthen your brand and it's going to strengthen your listings. All right. So really, really powerful stuff here. And I wanted to share this with you because I really think that this can help you. And, you know, so many people think that it's a lot of work. And really, it takes me about 15 minutes in the morning uh, depending on how many feedbacks I get. And, uh, you know, I may open up my account in the morning. First thing I do is look at the feedback. And then if I see that three people left feedback, I click on each person's name. And then from there, I go ahead and I copy and paste my, uh, my little template. I just change the first name and I hit send. And that is it. Everything is formatted for me because I've already done it. Um, and it takes me less than 15 minutes if I had to do three or four or even five. Uh, so really, really powerful stuff. I'm going to go ahead and leave uh, my emails uh, that I just went over into a, uh, a PDF document. All right. And uh, you can basically get that by going to theamazingseller.com forward slash email. Okay, so just go to that link and uh, and you'll go ahead and you can you can grab that. Uh, it'll also be I'll actually I'll, I'll set a link up where you can just go to the show notes for this, which that'll be the amazing forward slash 10 for episode 10. Um, so both of those links, whichever one you want to use, will go to the same page. And then from there, you can go ahead and, and download that. Uh, and uh, you can use these, copy and paste them, but yet make them, you know, obviously, uh, you know, custom tailored to your product and your, uh, you know, your listings. Um, but that's really it. That's all there really is to it. So now what I want to do in the show here is I want to try to start adding the questions that I'm receiving. I'm receiving a ton of questions, which I really want to encourage that. Uh, I'm getting voicemails now, uh, getting a little bit behind on them. So I'm going to try to group some of them into you know an episode all by themselves. I get a lot on product selection and competition, which we'll be doing that. But the one I received here 
kind of relates to today's show. So that's why I'm going to play it. So it's uh, it's by Mikey, and uh, he actually submitted two questions, but we're only going to air the first one because it's it's related to this and reviews. And uh, we're going to go ahead and answer that. I'm going to try to do more of these uh, towards the end of the show. So I'm going to pretty much jump right to it. Let's hear Mikey's question. Hey, Scott, this is Mikey. Uh, awesome podcast so far. I devoured every single piece of information you're giving out. Keep up the good work. Hey, got a quick question about reviewers and the level of reviewers. I'm looking at a review right now by somebody named Rebecca of Amazon. And then afterwards, she's a Hall of Fame reviewer. She's a Top 500 reviewer. And then she's a Vine Voice reviewer. And I read the descriptions of what all those mean. But what I'm really wondering, is there a way to target these high-end viewers or high-level viewer uh, reviewers uh, and if so, is that more beneficial? Uh, I would I would guess that Amazon puts more weight on high level reviewers. Um, do you have any experience with that, uh, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, love what you're doing. Keep up the good work, man. Thanks. Okay, so that was an awesome question, and I just first have to say it sounds like you're uh, at uh, work or some factory. Uh, I'm not sure where you are, but it sounded a little noisy there. Uh, but hey, it's real. That's why I like it. Uh, so awesome. Anyway, uh, I'm going to answer your question. Yeah, there is uh, there is some uh, tools out there actually that will help you locate some high end reviewers. I don't use that personally, and my reasoning is this: a lot of those reviewers are very, very critical, okay? Uh, they are going to really overanalyze sometimes, and it could be a good thing because they could give you a really strong review, but it also could give you a really, really bad review. So personally, I like to go at it just like I described in this episode. I like to go at it with someone who purchased the product because they genuinely wanted the product, and then from there, follow up with some emails to make sure that they're getting what they thought they were getting from the product to help them, uh, you know, with using it. And also, if I did everything okay as a seller. Uh, so to me, it's more natural. Um, I know of some people that have done this and they've had some success. And I've heard some that have not had such, you know, good success because of the reviewers being so critical. Uh, so me personally, I don't go and use this method. Um, but I do exactly what I just outlined in this episode. So really short answer because I kind of answered it already, but I did want to answer live because I want people to understand that I am going to be doing this um, on an ongoing basis. So uh, thanks a lot for the question, Mikey. And I know you submitted another question on another voicemail, uh, which was more, I think, on product selection and competition, that type of stuff. And uh, we're definitely going going to uh, go through more of those in an episode all by itself because I, I received a bunch on that. I know it's a hot topic. So uh, I just wanted to say thanks for submitting uh, that question and uh, I hope that that helped you. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up. If you want to leave me a voicemail just like Mikey did, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and you can leave a question there for me just like Mikey did and I'll do my best to answer it on the air. That's going to be my preferred way to answer questions because I really want 
to connect. I really want to hear your voice. I want this to be you and me uh, sitting across the table and you asking me a question and me doing my best to answer it. Uh, so with that voicemail, it really does give that personal element, that personal touch that I'm really after. Uh, it helps me. Uh, it helps me just be inspired, but it also helps me feel as though I'm reaching that person on the other end of this mic. Uh, so you can do that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you'll see that option there. There's also the second option. You can just write a comment there, and I will do my best to get to that as well. But the voicemail, I really like that option. And you've got 90 seconds to record that message. So just leave your name, your question, and uh, and I'll do my best to get to it, and I'll, I'll uh, probably highlight it on the show. That would be awesome. The other small favor I wanted to ask you is uh, if you haven't done so already, could you head over to iTunes and leave me a review over there or some feedback? Same thing applies. We just talked about that in this whole episode. The more that I get over there, the more that's going to help me rank and the more it's going to help me reach more people. It's going to allow me to uh, network with higher level sellers and hopefully bring them on the air here to share them with you. So it's a win-win for everyone. So if you, if you could just take a couple seconds to do that, that would be awesome. All right. So, uh, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. And just remember that I'm, I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you. And, uh, if you, if you have this idea that you want to do it, you know, what are you waiting for? Right. Just do it. Right. Just get out there and get started. And you're going to learn as you go. You're going to make some mistakes, but it's okay. You know, it's just the, the part about getting started is usually the hardest. And once you get that momentum going, everything else just kind of takes off from there and uh and you'll you'll do great all right so that's it that's going to wrap it up once again i'm scott volker thanks so much for taking time to listen and i'll talk to you on the next show take care